Hey, Peter, you know what's something I just realized about what I just did? Huh. I don't remember if I actually edited the last podcast. Because I, I don't think we said anything bad, but, like... That's all right. I you know what you know didn't... what that can mean, right? When, my, when Audacity was set to the wrong microphone setting, you know what that can mean about last episode? That can mean that we recorded on the wrong audio. Oh, that's all right. It's all right. You know, these things happen sometimes. And I, 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 I wonder why that random viewership spike we got just didn't stay stagnant. That's all right. Anyway, um... I'm can... Scoot. That's Poop. Hold on. Today is Saturday. The, is that say 17th? 17th. Uh, but you're probably watching this on Monday the 19th, and the day after that is the best holiday. Just, just end of conversation. <laughs> um, speaking of... Scott, uh, <laughs> I, I would also like to preface this. I am quite lightheaded because of a massive battle I had with hiccups right before recording this podcast. I did a bunch of weird breathing stuff. By the way, did you guys know, uh, this is a scientific term so I don't have to censor, did you guys know a rectal massage could help get rid of hiccups? <laughs> it's amazing. I didn't know that. Thank you, Google. Thank you. <laughs> Or WebMD, actually. Thank you, WebMD. Thank you, WebMD. Speaking of WebMD, Hyundai has a new truck called the Santa Cruz, which it is basically a Hyundai Tucson, but with a bed in the back. Now, first of all, I according to Hyundai, I just did something wrong. I called it a truck. <laughs> Sorry. Do you need a moment? But anyways, I did something wrong in calling it a truck. It's not actually a truck. Hyundai wants you to call it a sport adventure vehicle. Now, I I don't know about you, but I'm I'm not a big fan of the whole SAV category of vehicles. Um... So let's just find out how useful this car is. So it's got a 2.5 liter inline four, which is off to a great start. I've heard nothing about hybrids, so that's cool. Uh, it makes around 275 horsepower, which, okay, not bad. That's pretty good. That, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Um, it's got at the front end some MacPherson struts, and at the back it's got a multi-link system, which I think just I I forget what that it's means. It's pretty standard suspension, not gonna lie. Oh, okay, like, I thought I thought there was something funny about it. I thought it was like a cheap way to do it. No, it's it's, it's relatively standard. Okay, um, this vehicle will start at around uh, thirty thousand dollars for the uh, base base, which is just literally nothing on it. And then for the top of the line one, you're looking at about 40 grand. Which, by the way, if, like Car and Driver said, this is shooting at the Subaru Baja, which is a laughable comment, by the way. Yeah. Um, then that that's just, like, sad. Yeah. Because that, that, the Subaru Baja was, like, wasn't it, like, around 25 grand for the time? I don't even remember. I thought I thought it was like the uh, that time. I thought I heard someone say that like today it would have cost around twenty five grand. It's probably about right. All right. Um. Yeah. This car also, if I remember correctly, has a towing rating of about five thousand pounds, which for a truck, which this <laughs> is, that's pretty sad. But uh, for I guess I guess for a sport adventure vehicle, Hyundai is setting the records here. 
Just like the Kia Carnival is setting records for the MPV class. <laughs> um, speaking BMW of MPVs, also uses the SAV label. I don't remember if it means the same thing, but they also. Oh, it probably means something else. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, like how LSD means like eight thousand things Lake in context. Shore Drive. A, a limited slip diff. Yep. Little scooty dog. Nothing else. I forget the chemical There's name. There's nothing else. Nope. Nope. Nothing else. Anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on. The Volkswagen ID6, <clears throat> which is essentially the Volkswagen ID4, but a bit bigger, um, is I, I was honestly kind of gonna be excited for this until I found out it's going to only be available in China, <clears throat> and because of that, I'm now greatly disappointed in Volkswagen. Because they've just proven to me that they don't believe in their own company and they think that they can only sell in China. Because Which that's they, they can sell definitely all. sell in China. <laughs> they have a whole new brand there called Jetta. Yes. <laughs> they can sell great in China, but like, you know, maybe maybe try somewhere else too. Like the rest of the world. Anyway, uh, that's just my thoughts. My, uh, it's kind of there's not really much else to say about it. It's the ID4, but longer. It's got more storage space. It has two more seats. Uh, it comes in a six ver- six seater or seven seater version, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. It's it's nothing special. It was gonna be cool, but like then they only sold it in China, so I'm no longer enthusiastic about it. Uh, minus the last part, you just described this podcast as a whole. <laughs> nice. Well, well, this specific episode, we have a, we have a lot of dry topics where it's like cool headlines, but then it's just the headline. Yeah. Um, speaking of what I just said, uh, Mercedes-Benz went ahead and showed a picture of the new Maybach, and on the side of it, it said V12, which was super cool. I love the idea of a new V12 Maybach comic. So you're wondering, what more information is out there? Well, there's not. Uh, there's slightly more. We know it has more than 600 horsepower, and we know it's a 6-liter. Where did you find this information? On the article. Not the one I read. Well, you you read the wrong one, then! I guess I read the <laughs> wrong one. But, um, well, a V12 on um, Maybach, again, is still cool Standard. to be coming back. It's like, if they didn't do it, that's just disappointing. Well, they weren't, but they're going to start. Well, they we- had one model. Was they, didn't the one they sell in the Middle East have the V12 still? I don't remember. I just I just know that when they were just Maybach, they had the V12, yeah. and then they died for a bit, and now they've been back since like 2018 as Mercedes Maybach. They had a few V12s in there. You sure? Yeah. Like like the the, cur- the round S- we're on. Yeah, the S6 the S6 S650. I it? don't know the numbers. Anyway. Um, All I'm saying is, if this is not the Pagani tuned one, then <laughs> I not. want I. <laughs> Then I then I want my money back that I didn't pay for this car. Yep. Anyway, <coughs> speaking of better cars, the uh, actually I don't know because this car, I mean they're making it's it. made by Germans, but yes, so is Maybach. Yes, so is Maybach. Uh, it's the Electron Quasar, um, which it, is just a powerful name. They spelled Electron wrong. They spelled elect. That's the German way. Oh really? I think. Oh, I thought that was just to. No, I think that's just how. German I think that was like half to like try and be cool, but realistically, just because patents. I think is legit. Why electron is a scientific word? I genuinely think that's just the scientific way. To, that's the German way to spell things. I don't know. Doesn't really matter though. What does um, matter is that zero to sixty. The, yes, the zero to sixty really does. One point six five seconds. Which is that the record? I forget. Um, 
I know it would currently be yes. Because I know Aspark Owl currently was 1. holds 9. it. Oh, was it? I thought maybe one point. I think it was like one point eight or one point seven. I don't even remember. I think they were said they were shooting for one point four though. The Aspark. I don't know. I've I just don't been, even remember. I'm just keeping my eyes on. Yeah, no, I I've been keeping my eyes on the S Park. Uh, that is a car that was there, and then it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this car is electronically limited to 280 miles an hour. It's gonna go at a price of 2.6 million dollars. Uh, that's originally in euros, but the conversion rate. So you know, it was 2.2 million euros. Uh, they'll make 99 of them. <clears throat> so the reason I could probably get one. The reason it has such a fast 0-60 to 60 is because, well, first, it has a gross weight of 3,300 pounds, which is about the same weight as my BMW 3 Series, and it has 2,300 pound, elect- uh, 2,300 horsepower electric motor. Uh, I'm really confused how they managed to fit batteries in a car and still have it weigh 3,300 pounds and be electric. So, like, yeah, no, this is- I am very confused, because that's just insane. That's actually properly insane. Did, did they test it while it was moving? I feel like that's the amount of weight you would get while a car is flying. <laughs> like that—that's as high like as it Tesla got. A Tesla weighs five thousand pounds. I, that's the Model S, right? Is that literally all of them? It's most of them, honestly. They're all around the same weight because the battery weighs about a ton. Oh. I didn't know that. The I knew they weighed heavy. a lot. I didn't know it was the weight of my car. <laughs> it's it's anywhere between I I want to say it's anywhere between like nine hundred pounds and a ton. It's a pretty wide range, but that's because like they have so many different range models. For like the extended range one, I think it's about a ton. All it's right. a big battery. That's the point. Anyway, this is a pretty cool car, and uh, yeah, if you can afford it, buy it. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, um, so apparently they're going to be, like, making them slowly from now until 2023 because they're a small company and they can't just make all of them at once. Hey, they're doing their, yeah. Yeah. They're not making, well, no, that's pretty big promises. They actually, like, are pretty much saying they're going to do that. But because they're doing that, they're delaying the Electron 1, which is another car they had rumored they're delaying it for now indefinitely. Until they finish making these cars. <laughs> because, you know, when you sell cars, you kind of have to make them. So, yeah. Typically, that <laughs> is how the economy works. Yeah. Wasn't the, well, didn't we have something that we learned about Elon this week? Didn't he do something? Uh, well, while you think about that, I'm going to talk about the new Honda Civic. Uh, turns out the prototype. Okay. He, he he's doing what I did uh, last week or two weeks ago, where he's running to the computer to go check something. Um. Anyways, so we got the we had the Civic prototype released in conjunction with Fortnite, I think in like episode six, uh, and we talked about it a bit. And now we have th- what the official Civic is going to look like. So you're wondering, <laughs> what are the official stats for this car? And just like the Maybach. Well, actually, actually, like what I said, the Maybach was like we genuinely don't have anything more from pictures. Just literally, just there's a fog light now, and there wasn't on the one that was shown yeah, with Fortnite. Because generally, <clears throat> road legal cars have to have fog lights. That's pretty much it. My car doesn't. <clears throat> yes, it does. 
I have to pay extra for them. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you were 97 and they didn't... Re- oh, my God, I, I forgot about that. I had to pay extra for my... <laughs> fog lights were fog. an optional extra, and he didn't I literally them. just have the cutouts for the fog lights with yeah. caps over them. Yeah. With plastic pretty, caps over them. It's honestly pretty sad. Anyway, just slight sidetrack. I figured out what we were talking about with Elon and his absolute wisdom. So, in Canada, basically, they have a little requirement for their electric car, like, tax credit, where... The base model oh, of that right. car has to be under $45,000. So what Tesla did is they took they took their base model 3 and just decided they were going to throw an electronic limit on the battery for some reason so they could sell it cheaper instead of, you know, just lowering the price of the base one just a $1,000 cuz it was really close. They just put an electronic limit on the battery so you couldn't actually use the whole thing. Now, normally this wouldn't be an issue if they weren't really trying to sell this car and they were just using it to meet the regulations. But now they've started advertising this car for sale. And the biggest issue with this is the car comes with the full battery. It's just limited to only one-third of its capacity. So Tesla's just straight up wasting two-thirds of a battery purely because they don't want to let their customers use it. And I'm sorry, isn't making these batteries uh, not good for the environment? The biggest environmental impact of an electric car is making the battery. Yeah. So if you just waste two-thirds of it, you're defeating the point of electric cars. Taking that good old Chilean cobalt. Yeah. There's a cobalt shortage, right? Uh, I don't even know. I... (laughs) There's a shortage on some material that goes into car batteries, and Elon was complaining about There's it. There's a on shortage Twitter. of so many things. Anyway, everything um, is shortage right now. Elon is a greedy um, word. I can't say that. So, All I'm anyway. saying is we need to base our entire infrastructure off of nothing but hydrogen, because All we I'm have infinite of it. Don't right? listen to this man. We He's have infinite misguided. Hydrogen. No, I did a lot of research into hydrogen combustion. And not only did I find out hydrogen combustion is not very... Uh, you found out what I was trying to tell you? <laughs> you found, I found out what you were trying to tell me last week. Because yeah. I was like, why are you suddenly no longer radically supporting this like I do? I like it for performance vehicles, but not for anything else. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, you still want that nice boom-boom exhaust noise, but, you know... You don't get that electric cars. Oh, that was something I was going to ask you. Well, yeah. I'll ask you at the end. Uh, for now, you want to talk about some new additions to the Rolls-Royce Cullinan uh, additional extras, or whatever you'd call yeah, it. Yeah, so they, this And this you have to little... talk in a fancy British accent so, the whole time. the new Rolls-Royce Cullinan comes with a brand new recreational package, which is a motorized drawer in the trunk of the vehicle, specifically designed... To put just about anything you could possibly want. And the whole time you hear this, remember, in the Bentley version of this, you can have a rifle. All right, continue. And <laughs> so, Rolls-Royce, of course, started showing, showed it off with some some of the prepared options you could have for this. The first one was a nice picnic set with two cutting boards, two paring knives, eight embroidered Rolls-Royce fabric napkins, eight laser-etched glasses, and eight um, drink drink mixer shaker thingies. I don't remember what they're called. And the metal straws. So that's what I'm going to call them. You got eight metal straws. You have a um, zester, a bottle opener, a potato... I think it was a vegetable peeler. It was a... Yeah. It was a peeler. Something you could peel stuff with. Um... All of which Rolls-Royce embroidered. Yes, of course. All of laser-etched or embroidered in somehow. Um, 
and some other various things. Oh, a salt grinder. I uh, know. Yeah, a salt shaker and a pepper grinder. And another shaker for various seasonings you could possibly want. And that's, you know, pretty tasteful. Seems reasonable for taking your Rolls Royce out to go have a really fancy picnic. This is a very Italian thing. Yes, this, this basically this, for any This any one Italian specifically food. is for Italians. Yeah. So the next one, of course, was disgusting. It was specifically for one man, and his name is Casey Neistat. So this this next one had, th- th- you know, this motorized drawer in your trunk yes, had it, an iPad, an Apple Mac Air, uh, and a set of uh, Sennheiser headphones, a Supreme rain jacket, a Supreme beanie hat, two sets of $150 sunglasses, and a drone. <laughs> and these are in a case in, in a case in your trunk where you in some other cars would find the spare wheel. Yeah. So why why exactly would anyone do that? Ever? I I can't figure it out. I, I genuinely can't. Quite frankly, I'm a bit kerfuffled. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the last thing was, you know, kind of understandable. You know, normally, if you have, like, an SUV or a minivan, you'll go out and tailgate somewhere. So, of course, they put uh, in the drawer two nice chairs and a table. Except for the fact that the chairs had a total thickness of about an inch, clearly no padding. The hinge on the chairs would jab into your spine if you ever sat on them. And the table was about three inches higher than the chairs. I like to imagine if you sat in those chairs, the tailgaze, a hole would just come off. Honestly, probably. <laughs> anyway. And uh, right there would be a $100,000 repair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rip your trunk out, too, while you're at it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I, see the, I see the ideas... And I remember, hope they improve the execution before Bentley, they actually sell Bentley it. Bentley did this sort of thing in 2018 for a hunting kit which involved an actual spot for your rifle, which I think is a million times better than any of these options. I think the picnic one's still pretty cool, but that's because you're think not Italian. I, I think the hunting one is still... Well, I, 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 I think that one is the coolest of the options here. I would never use the hunting one, and I would use the picnic one, so that tells you the difference between our cultural heritage. How about this? Anyway, How about this? I get the Bentley, I go get the meat, and then you get the rolls, and then you, you, you can prepare the dish. I can get dish. behind this. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think it's time to move on to some truly impressive Florida, Florida. man behavior. By the way, I swear I typed things there. Uh, but it's okay because I still have the article actually pulled up. <laughs> no, I don't. By typed things, did you mean copying? This is the article. Uh, yes. Alright, so. Over at a bridge in Florida, which spans the Hailfix River, which goes 220 feet below. Um. I read that (laughs) sentence. Would you like me to read it? (laughs) Do you wish to read it? Alright, so there's a a bridge in Florida that goes across the Halifax River, which um, the bridge is 20 feet over the river. So, you know, the river. Hail fix. Yeah, you I'm did. I'm thinking of the place in Canada that was blew up by a ship That's, an accident. Yeah, I guess. All right. It's spelled somewhere. Um, anyway, people have become accustomed to jumping this bridge while it's opening. Yeah. Because why not? 
you know. There's a video specifically of a second gen Santa Fe doing it, and yes. I recommend watching it. It is hilarious. It really is. Um, but apparently there are multiple reports of this happening, and Car and Driver personally recommended them a Ram TRX. Car and Driver has decided that the absolute best vehicle you could have for this and, and recommends the people be a who Ram do this, TRX, which I think is correct. I, I think they're spot on. <laughs> yes, this is. Good, good journalism. Yeah. Yes, if you're the type of person to do this, a Ram TRX is the right vehicle. Can for I you. just say on the, on the side on the side um, bookmark for this article, there is an advertisement for a Hyundai Santa Fe. <laughs> yes. Wow, that looks. Just so it looks. Crazy. Oh, now it's Nissan. Now it's nothing. Now it's it is Hyundai. Hyundai again. Yeah, it's a Hyundai. They put so many car ads, but it's a Hyundai Santa Fe, and it looks so Th- ugly. That's actually hilarious, but. Yeah, so people have been jumping this bridge, and I kind of understand why. By the way, the bridge is nearby Daytona Beach, so um, if you really must know, you you gotta know, you know? It's, anyway. Uh, on a main street, so that can mean a bunch of different things. It's called the Main Street Bridge, apparently. That doesn't really help anyone anyway. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if you look it up, you'll probably find it. Alright, well, speaking of not helping anyone... Um, so Dodge Durango, <laughs> Dodge has extended the, um, manufacturing run of the Durango Hellcat. Now, this isn't actually as, as exciting as it sounds, or as exciting as I thought it was when I put it on here to begin with, because basically, they, the dealerships had given out allotments, basically, there was a limited run of 2,000. Yes. In total. And there are more than 2,000 Dodge dealerships in the U.S. And each dealership, mostly each dealership, had given out at least one allotment for it. And that was a problem because that means there were more allotments than cars being made. So Dodge basically said, you know what, we'll, we're, we'll fulfill the existing orders, but we won't make any more after that. We will make... We'll make the Hellcats for the people who didn't get them the first time around. Yeah. And that's it. That That's all you get. Which, I have a feeling they're going to go back on this and make some more anyway, because it's Dodge, and we all know how they yeah, work. Yeah, Dodge, as we all know, they made the original 2000 for that way. They make it as the same number as what year they think it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's pretty cool, because that means it, that, pe- that people who actually ordered one will actually get one. Which is good, because if I ordered one and then didn't get one, I'd be pretty pissed off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. you think we could still get one? Probably not, considering the, the whole point but was... You know who did get who were... one? I don't remember the name of the YouTuber, but you know what he this guy did? You can look up this video, by the way. It, look up Dodge uh, Durango SRT Hellcat versus uh, Shelby GT500, and you can see a drag race. Yeah. We're... Obviously, the Shelby GT500 won. Of course, no one is questioning that. But we're questioning, who got off the line better? Yeah, so this this massive, what would you say, at least 6,000-pound 6, SUV. De- definitely, like, a, at least a ton more than the car it was racing. Pulled away from, it, it, gap, it gapped the GT500. Yes. This Durango gapped the GT500. Yes. And that's just not something that should ever happen. I'm not sure if I'm impressed with Dodge or disappointed with Ford. I'm both. All right, then. (laughs) Except for the fact that the GT500 is actually a really good car, just not off the line. 
as we've discovered. Yeah, no, because it, 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 yeah, it's not done well with other. Yeah, there have been many drag races involving it. It lost to a less powered BMW M8 and some other things. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, it is what it is. Also, I try, I try to throw that in there because I realized I accidentally gave you two topics in a row and didn't think about it. Well, no, the one was yours, but you just stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant I meant those two. Oh, those two. Oh, yeah, because you. Oh. Did you want me to do that? You said you were gonna do that. Did I say I was gonna yeah, do that? Yeah, you did. Should I do it? Uh, well, I don't know anything about All it. All right, well, I'll do it then. So the Volkswagen ID. Four, very similar to the ID. Six, we were just talking about. They're going to release a new version of it soon. The uh, Volkswagen ID. Four GTX, which is going to be a performance version, kind of like the GTI and the GLI for the the Golf and the Jetta. Um, the Golf and the is it the Jetta? Jetta I have GLI? no clue. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, similar to those, this is a performance version of the ID4, and what they're going to do is they're going to add in a second motor. It, there originally was one electric motor in the rear, now there's going to be one in the front too, so it's going to be all-wheel drive, going to have slightly more horsepower, and it's going to be an overall kind of fun time, kind of like the Golf. It's going to be kind of sporty, except it's going to be a little bigger, so, you know, not as fun. But that's besides the point. Um, Audi is also making a version of the ID4 because they're owned by the same company called the Q4. And it was the Q4 something or the something Q4. It doesn't even. It, it was just like, the Q4 e-tron. I, I, Q4 I e-tron and Q4 e-tron GT probably. Probably. Anyway, uh, we we it's the Audi version of the I, ID4. It's an Audi. So it's going to be worse generally. Stuff. It might actually be nicer on the inside, usually because Audi is trying to do that. But, you know, we don't know yet because it's not exactly out. So, um, yeah. yeah that's, Stuff that's like it. this is why, even though I edit and manage the podcast, is why I would still split any pay 50-50. <laughs> because you just do almost all the research even when I try. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So we have a little bit of story to do. I put this in the description of the last video because it happened it literally like let of the recording of our last podcast less than twenty four hours later I broke down on my way to work. So what happened is um I wanted to p- replace my valve cover gasket and I didn't realize how drastic this was going to be I just thought I was going to leak to the outside of my engine but while I was literally on an exit moving from one highway to the other uh, it was there yeah oh. uh, I didn't tell you that <laughs> no you didn't oh uh, I'm, I'm gonna explain the whole journey of getting home um my my oil decides it's gonna go give a good handshake to my spark plug, yeah. And my 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 tachometer just drops, and I and I remember my first thought staring at that because I was heading downhill at this point on this exit ramp, and I I just thought to myself, please for everything that is sacred and holy, tell me it is my tachometer that is broken. <laughs> yeah. I even though that's probably more expensive, I want to like get to work to make the money. And then, I, and then I put been more expensive. <laughs> yeah, it would have been more expensive, but it would have been significantly less annoying in my book. Yeah. Uh, and so I put my foot down on the gas, and I hear nothing happen. I'm like, it's one of those. Yeah. Put the hazards on. Uh, pull off to the side. Uh, sit there for like 20 minutes playing solitaire. Surprisingly calm at this point. That does. That's not the case later. My dad gets there, 
And we find out that we can get the car, if we switch the spark plugs, we can get the car running for about a mile. So we do this like five times until eventually we just get up, we give up and we're like near a hotel and just park it at a hotel. Tell them, tell them to give me 24 hours to get it out of there because it's Sunday uh, you're about to hear why because I didn't want to pay for a tow truck. Uh, the next day, go to U-Haul, because my dad has a larger vehicle, so we use one of those U-Haul trailers to get it out. Uh, got like a fourth of the price than a tow truck would have been, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, um, that, yeah. <laughs> that's That's about it. Anyway, um, so we got that, re- we're replacing that valve cover gasket. Yeah, we're doing it tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to up here is going to love watching me. It's do really it. going to be entertaining. It really is. Yes, it surely will. Um, and I bought this car to be reliable. It actually, I actually texted hard. Peter that like when that happened in all he caps. Did. He texted me that, and then he called me. But little did he know, I was still asleep. <laughs> oh no, I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can tell by the fact that I called him like an hour and a half later and yeah. then he didn't pick up. No, I didn't pick up because at that point my my dad was like screaming stuff at me like I think you've blown your engine, which didn't happen thankfully, yeah. but like um not actually at, at the time it seemed like that was a real possibility. A lot of drama for not that much damage is what happened. Yeah, no, at the time it's it seemed like it could have genuinely like destroyed a cylinder and I was like actually like really not in a good mental state at yeah, that no, second. Yeah, no, surprisingly, that engine is still in very, very good health. Yes, I am I, I am impressed pristine. with Saturn. It's actually very impressive. Anyway, um, I also kind of have a story. Yeah. Because oh. uh, my car doesn't start. Oh. Oh, is this the one where we replace the battery on? Yeah. Oh. So, basically, uh, I, left, I, I left my keys in my basement. Uh the night before I had to go to school, so, you know, I, thinking that I needed to run out of the house, use my spare key that I keep in my wallet, uh, little did I know, this key would just set off my car alarm and not let me in my car for some reason. I don't understand BMWs, but yeah, that happened, so I had to go to school because I was just kind of about to be late, so I'm like, ma, you need to drive me to school, so she drives me to school, um... But my car alarm's still going off at my house, and no one ever turns it off. So I get home, my car, my car is not, the alarm isn't going off anymore, but like, it's not exactly, the battery is kind of dead, and, um, I get out, I, I go, I find my keys, I go start my car, it actually starts the first time, so I, I drive it, do my stuff, and when I get home, I, I turn it off, thinking nothing is wrong. The next day, I go to start it, nothing. Not a single thing happens. No click from the starter, nothing. And I plug in my code reader, and it's like, yeah, your security system's doing weird stuff. So, yeah, the the security system's decided my car no longer gets to start. Well, yeah, it's a, a security feature. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, they thinks your car is stolen right now. I think. I genuinely don't know, despite the fact that I've used the key to unlock it multiple times. And, you know, put the key in the ignition, the, the exact key that I would have to start the car. And it's just not. So I'm going to have to have it towed to BMW. 
which is not fun because the tow truck's going to be expensive, the dealer's going to be expensive, and it's just a real great, real great time. But in other news, my other car works just fine, except for the fact that it leaks oil everywhere. Well, you know, but that's a feature with BMWs. You yeah, know? it's a feature. <laughs> It's a good thing I didn't have to get my car towed to Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's where the point where you just like take it to a Chevy dealership and be like, please. <laughs> please tell me you have this. And then they're like, ah, you're funny. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, yeah, we're funny. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. You know what I have to go do, Peter? What? I want you to answer for me, but you're just asking me. Yep. 